This is the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this podcast. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Sneaky Plays Podcast, featuring myself, Chris Morris, and I'm joined by my counterpart, Dom Fierro. We have lots to discuss tonight. And in the coming weeks forward, I assume, uh, recapping the finals, the Woj bomb free agency madness has already begun. Trades left and right. We got the draft tonight that we'll be uh, broadcasting live for the first few picks for. Hopefully to see the Knicks fuck it up and Dom have an epic reaction. Uh, but that's to be determined. Dom, how we doing? Uh, we're, we're excited for tonight, one way or the other, you know. This is the- yes, there's excitement in the air. This is the future for the New York Knicks. Uh, you know, yeah, it's the future. Yeah, it's the future. You know, whether you get a Nitlakina uh, pick or you get uh, Kevin Knox pick, it's, this is the future. This is, or you get a disgruntled European uh, trade that you know, you're, can, that can always happen again. I'm, I'm hanging up. If that happens. You can finish the podcast yourself. <laughs> I'll just close it out myself. Yeah. That, that there is a, uh, a Georgian center or whatever the guy's name is that's supposed to go back into the lottery. The next could like him. Oh, yeah, because the last European worked out real well for us. Yeah. Well, he was real. good, and then he blew out his knee, and then he just hate. Well, Phil Jackson fucked him up, but that's another story. Nah, he screwed himself up. I, yeah, well, he's not. He's definitely not the easy. But. But anyways, we got a lot to dive into before. So tonight we're going to talk yes, about a little bit of stuff, and then we're going to bring you the first four picks, like Morris said. Uh, live reactions. I mean, I don't think there's much to be live about about the first two picks. It feels like those two are definitely, you know, going to be Zion and John Morant. The third pick is where it gets interesting with the New York Knicks. Uh, and I'll bring you the fourth pick to bring the Anthony Davis trade full circle. Uh, and since we talked about now, I just mentioned it. Let's talk about that trade. Uh, what do you think of it? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Because I have a strong opinion on it. Uh, and I, I love it. One that could be. I love it. Is a little bit different than everybody else's. So you love it. Why? I love it. I mean, they got Anthony Davis. I think that's what it comes down to. And I mean, yes, they gave up probably more, definitely more than anyone's ever given up for a superstar going into the last year of his contract. Um, but I think they definitely have assurances that he's going to stay. I don't think they would have given all that up for him, you know, to walk at the end of the year. I think that, you know, this is the place that he's stated over and over again that he wants to be. Um, you know, you're going to have him with LeBron. You have two top 10, probably top eight, arguably when Davis is, is right. Like he was two years ago, top two, top five players in the whole world. Um, and assuming LeBron can come back from the groin injury fine, which I think he will. I still think he got two, Maybe three years left of LeBron in peak prime form, being able to you know really compete for championships at a high level. Um, I think it's a no-brainer trade. And then even when LeBron's done, when he's you know whether he leaves in free agency and goes somewhere else to finish there in a couple of years, he just retires or gets old, you're still going to have you know, a 29, 30 year old Anthony Davis still has you know probably a good four or five years left of big time you know top ten in the league NBA basketball. Um, so I think it's a no brainer. I mean, Vegas clearly thinks so too. They've installed them as the favorites, which is a little, I mean, you could say that's a little ridiculous so far, considering they don't really have a team around them. Yeah. They were able to keep Kuzma, which I thought was big for now. Um, not that Kuzma is great or anything, but ah, they'll keep him. I mean, I guess you could always say they could move him for someone else. If, you know, they get a beer, a better deal in place. Um, but I think he's going to, I think he's someone that they wanted to keep out of all those young guys. I think, you know, he's probably the, he was probably the most mature, He's definitely the oldest, um, you know, Ingram and Ball are still 20, 21, 22, whatever. Kuzma's like 24. He definitely has the game that fits best with LeBron. Um, can play off the ball, can shoot it the best out of those guys. Um, doesn't need the ball in his hands. Definitely has to work at some things. I mean, he's not a great ball handler. Um, he's definitely not a great defender, but he can prove that he, he, he's proven that he can score. Um, he can definitely fill it up. I think he's a valuable piece for that team going forward. And yeah, they need to fill out the rest of the roster. I mean, Right now, it's Mo Wagner and Isaac Bonga and Alex Caruso and a bunch of nobodies that you you know that, that that's on that roster. So they're not going to go into you know opening night with that team. Um, 
Now they do have to figure out ways to get creative with filling out the cap space. Um, Cause I don't know if they rumors are floating that they didn't realize that, you know, the, the they thought they were going to have another max slot open up with this trade, with the salaries that got moved. And now, you know, I, I, it's so strange what's going on here. Like, I don't even fully understand it. I don't know if anybody does except for like Woge and Windhorst and whatever. But the deal is, I think, like, they can open up a max slot if they push the trade, the completion of the trade back to July 30th. And if the trade gets completed July 6th, which was the original agreement, like 23 million. So they're like nine mil short of another max slot. So I don't know how those negotiations work. Like, you could have a situation where, you know, the trade is still, it's still, you know, completed and in place, but maybe the Lakers have to throw in something else then for the Pelicans to get to put, to get to push the trade back officially to July 30th. So the Lakers can have that max slot open or the Lakers are just going to have to trade, you know, these remaining low salary guys that, you know, aren't really going to play anyway on their team and just look for teams to take them and take a swing at them. Because this all ties into, you know, Kyrie now seems like the Nets might be balking at him because they don't know if he can bring to wonder whether you know, Katie's ruptured Achilles really played a factor in that. You know, it seemed like he was probably as good as gone before the injury. And now after the injury, maybe not, maybe he's sticking around, you know, he wants to stick around in Golden State for another year or two to see if they can run it back and win another title because they didn't win this year. Um, so it's all interconnected. And you know, that's who the Lakers I think are going for. Um, we saw the success with Kyrie and LeBron. I think they fit perfectly together on the court. Um arguably better than, you know, any backcourt or, or, you know, wing and guard combo in NBA history, I think, at least offensively. Um, and I think those two guys with Davis, I don't see how, you know, you wouldn't be the favorites to win next season's title. But the Davis trade alone, I, I think it's a, it's a huge success. I mean, yes, you gave up a lot, and it could come back to bite you in the end, but you got Anthony Davis, and you got to assume LeBron's still going to be LeBron in your championship windows now. And if you win a title – who cares about the 2024 first round pick when LeBron's retired anyway? I mean, I guess the Lakers will care, but like, you know, if you get a title out of it, I don't think it matters. Well, yeah. So to me, um, I'm kind of against the trade. Uh, I don't think Anthony Davis is worth what the Lakers gave up for him. You're giving a guy who's made the playoff once and got swept in that, you know, in that playoffs. Uh, well, no, he, they, uh, they they swept uh, someone else. Two, they swept the Blazers two years ago. That was the only time he won a series. But okay, they did they did win a series two years ago. Okay, so anyways, you win one series. Uh, Anthony Davis has been in the league how long? Uh, I don't know if a big man. I just think a big man's irrelevant in this day and age. You know, especially one of Anthony Davis's caliber. You know, anybody can do his job. You can get a guy, as we see and we saw in, uh, you know, the championship. Marcus Hall could do that job, you know. Andrew Bogut did that job for a game. Oh, I mean, come on. The big man's coming back. Man. No, it's not. It's not. It's it gone. Is. It's it gone. Is. There's proof all around the league of it. It's gone and never coming back. I don't think it's gone. If you get guys that are active and mobile like that and can do so many things, they can guard in the perimeter, they can shoot. They're, you know, unbelievable lob threats. They can score uh, in the post. They can do everything. They're definitely I, not. I don't I, I mean, like, yeah, like in a perfect world, like the guy like Clint Capella is the ideal modern day center. You just, you know, you, your team is surrounded by just guards and wings that can create for themselves and create for others and can shoot. And you just have one guy rolling to them through, you know, through all this open space. But if you're more talented than that and there's more to you, I definitely think that's still valuable. I mean, Davis is. He's basically what, like, you know, those guys are, what Clint Capella and what Rudy Gobert are. He's just, like, a hundred times better than them, and he has actual skills to him. Yeah, but is he worth giving up your whole future? I see what you're saying, like, about how no one – Like, look, know, look. I, I get that. Like, maybe a big isn't worth giving up that up. for. But I think I think there's two exceptions. I think him and Embiid are the exceptions yeah. to – you know, I don't that even rule. think Embiid's the exception to that rule. I love Embiid. I think he's the best center in the league. I don't think he's an exception. I don't think Anthony Davis is an exception either. Uh, who they, who, the Sixers are terrible without Embiid. Like they're like a thirty. They would be like a thirty-win team if they didn't. Who have they it. gave up? I don't see an issue with. You know, but 
to give up yeah. picks. I mean, that many picks for Anthony Davis, I think, is stupid. I don't think it's going to work out. Like you said, LeBron's gone in, what, three years? Uh, Probably. So if you can't no. win a championship in three years, that trade is crap. Yeah, I mean, that's where it is. It's to be determined. Like, if they if they win, it's 100% worth it. If they don't, it's a massive failure because then you have no picks for the next five years or whatever Yeah, it is. exactly. Because- it also, I would argue even more, forget about the future. It kind of hamstrings you in your ability to make trades now because, you know, what yeah. the – what the Heat and the Cavs did, you know, in those LeBron days is they would, you know, they would still have some picks in the future. Or they could make midseason deals for, you know, the one year they got JR and Shumpert. Um, you know, they deal they dealt the first round pick for Corver one year. So the Lakers' ability to do that is completely gone because and who's, all the picks for the next five years are in the Pelicans' control. And who's your max money who's your max money gonna go to? It's not going to Clay. He's not gonna be back until March the earliest. Right. Well, it's Kyrie. That's my thing. If they're able to open uh, it up, yeah, Kyrie's going Kyrie. to Brooklyn. Kyrie, Kyrie is going to Brooklyn. I so, thought so. I think it's done. That can't, you saw those from last night, right? Yes, but I think it's a done deal. He's going to Brooklyn. He doesn't want I, to. Uh, I, don't I don't think know, he's man. going to LA for anything. I don't think I, he wants to play with LeBron. Honestly, I think he's. I think he's past that. I think he basically said that this year. Remember, he was in, he was in the game and he was like. He said taking was, a shot at the young guys in Boston at the same time, but he was like, "Yeah, you know, I called LeBron, I apologized, told him, you know, yeah. I felt bad and I was wrong for being that stupid young kid that wanted everything in his hands." And I don't realize that means, bigger picture. I don't think that means, oh, I'm, I don't want, I don't, I'm going to play LeBron because I can't win without LeBron. I think that means, hey, I realize how hard it was. Let me go to another team that has an established, you know, team, not. Oh, let's go play with LeBron and Anthony Davis and be the three players that got to play. You know all these minutes, and LeBron's breaking down. I'm sorry, he's the best player in the world, best we'll ever see. But he's done with you know. He is not games. done. Come on, we're playing 82, 82 games. games. Done. He is not playing 82 games ever again. He's not playing. I would say he's not even playing 70 games ever again. I think he's he's just hurt. He's banged up. The wear and tear on his body is you know. It's he's not what he's gonna be these next three years with the Lakers. I'm sorry, that's you know, you you depends. Are you gonna get? Can he get to the playoffs? Yes. Can he win the championship? I think he still could, but you're gonna need to surround him with more than Anthony Davis or a Kyrie Irving. You need to surround him with guys who can shoot the ball because his shooting abilities have decreased, you know, or declined, not decreased. Uh, and you get I get guys off the bench. You know, because he's not playing, you know, 48 minutes a game. So, yeah, no, I mean, they need, they need guys, no doubt. But like, and that's the the question, you know, whether, you know, I mean, you know, they're going to go for the big fish. It's the Lakers. It's what they do. You know, they're going to try to open up this max slot. So if you don't get get Kyrie, you're not getting Clay. You're not going to get KD. Who are you going to get? Kawhi? Kawhi doesn't want to play for Uh, Kawhi. And why would Kawhi ever want to, you know, Kawhi is not going to play for a team that he can control. And win with because he's shown the ability to do that. Uh, no, I agree. You know, I think that I mean they're going to make the, if if all these guys say no, I bet you they'll probably try to make a run at Jimmy. Um, but I don't think he's going to end up going there either. I think I think he'll stay with the Sixers. Honestly, I think he's got a good I do too. Out. I mean, I hope he does. Yeah, I mean, I think he's either staying or I mean, there's those Rockets rumors that you saw the last couple of days. Like, I don't see how in the world that's going to happen. I mean, they have no money to spend either. I mean, and good luck with moving Chris Paul's $40 million a year contract. Yeah. I mean, they're in the NBA that takes that so the Rockets can free up space. Just the, they're, they're buffoons. I mean, I don't know why you would ever help out the Rockets by doing that. I hope no one does um, because I want to see Jimmy come back to my team because we need him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if the Lakers, if they're not able to get a max guy, and you, I mean, I think Kyrie was now. And then yeah, Kawhi's not going there. Forget him. Jimmy Butler's probably not going there. Clay's Clay's going back to Golden State, and he's going to be out for most of next year anyway. I mean, you got to start looking at where what do they do with it? I mean, they're going to have probably close to thirty million, at least twenty five million in space. I mean, do you go after guys like JJ Redick and, you know, but, Pat and do what? Have him miss fifteen shots a game? I mean, no. I mean, uh, JJ's still valuable. I mean, he's got some limitations. All these guys, you know, you're gonna, have, defender, you're gonna but... have an old person told in the Lakers. I mean, that's what it's coming down to. Other than Kuzma and Anthony Davis, you know, it's and Anthony Davis isn't in spring chicken either. He's been hurt a lot too, you know. 
Yeah, but he has these are like little knickknack injuries. He's never had like a real serious injury. And this is like you know his ten to fifteen games a year with his little knick-knack. knee bruise or ankle bruise or whatever knickknack injuries that keep him out for years and years. You know, not years, but games and games and games. It's to me to mortgage the future like that is stupid. It's you know just not what you want to do in this day and age in the NBA. Uh, and you're seeing that now with the with the Celtics and the Nets. I mean, the Nets are in prime position to make a run at a championship, especially if Kawhi leaves and goes somewhere else. Uh, you know, this t- that team is ready to win. You said all year, dangerous team. Don't want to play them in the playoffs. Granted, you did, and you you know beat them handily. But uh, yeah, they gave a little scare, but they still beat them but, handily the six years. Yeah. But that team is primed and ready to go to make a run at a championship. Uh, you know, how many years after they took on Kevin uh, Garnett and Paul Pierce and, you know, all those buffoons. Uh, yeah. You know, those guys were old as hell, and now they're in a better spot, and the Celtics are crumbled. No Al Horford, no Kyrie. Kyrie's going. Al Horford, I wouldn't be surprised if Al Horford signs again with the Celtics because he can't find anything else. But I think he, the, they're saying that he's gone now from there. Yeah. I was saying tried to reach a deal and – Apparently, apparently they weren't willing him, you know, to offer him what he thinks he's worth, and he thinks he can get a four-year, hundred million dollar deal somewhere else. Yeah, but if he can't get it, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw him go back to the Celtics. Uh, and then to me, I just think that you know, just just I just don't like it. You know, it comes down to yeah. is he worth mortgaging your future for? And I don't think he is. I think you were they would have been better had they kept. Uh, you know, Brandon Ingram. I love Brandon Ingram. I know he didn't have a great year last year, but I still think he can be one of the better players in the league as at you know at his position. Uh, LeBron's LeBron, obviously, although he is on the decline. Uh, you know, Lonzo Ball is trash, but you know that's besides the point. Kuzma's well, Lonzo. He is. Trash. I mean, I'm a little higher. Very on mediocre games. Very mediocre games for what for the second. He can't score really, which is a problem. But he's got yeah, he he can other pass the ball. Pretty, he has good. He has uh, pretty good defender too. And he gets a good number. Uh, defense the defense is lost in this day and age in the NBA. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you throw Lonzo and Drew Holiday instantly becomes that's like one of the better defensive that's backcourts like saying, in the league. That's like saying, oh, the the Lakers got Anthony Davis to block the ball. I mean, come on, come on. Defense still matters in the playoffs. No, in the regular season, how many games did you see? How many games did you see that were over a hundred points? I mean, yeah, well, in the regular season, but the playoffs, I would argue, it's it still definitely matters. The intensity, and those Sixers Raptors games were ugly. Uh, yeah, low scoring wars. Ugly because the shots were you know, hitting the rim every time. That, don't say, don't even act like that. That series wasn't ugly because it was ugly. Defense. Like, I mean, the defense that, didn't that, play the factor, offense, and you can say ugly. that yeah, they were missing open shots, but. Maybe they were missing open shots because the physicality of the defense was so uh, good. Uh, <laughs> You're not standing for this. Come on. <laughs> I am still here for defense, man. It matters. Might not look like it when, you know, the the T-Wolves are putting up 130 in the regular season and every team is just yeah. blasting away with 120-plus, but I still think it matters when it comes down to it. Oh, my God. Perimeter defense especially is never, is never more important. I think rim protection is a little overrated. That's you know really elite at it, like Embiid or or Davis, like you said, or Gobert. Um, but you need guys that can just guard their own man. But even those guys get wasted because they're big men, you know. No, <laughs> oh, Gobert's, Gobert's not more. Of a, Gobert's I still stand for the big trash. man too. Man is coming back. There's so many talented young bigs. Who? Cat. I mean, Porzingis. Well, guy. You can't defend. Kristaps um, Porzingis. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lump him in there. But what's the guy? The, Jaron Jackson Jr. I think is going to be really good. Uh, he had a really good rookie year. Um, obviously, Embiid, Davis, Gobert, Jokic. Yeah, and I'm the, not even a big Jokic guy. The, cause, had a great season because the Kings win so much, right? What the Kings? Who are you talking about? You mean the Nuggets? Yeah. No, with Jackson, Kings. Oh no, he's in the on the the Grizzlies. I thought he was on the Kings, right? Not nah, Jaron Jackson's on the. He's on the Grizzlies. Yeah, no, he's on the Grizzlies. Then who who's did... on the Kings? You thinking uh the big man on the Kings? Who oh, I... that's Bagley. He's good too. Bagley. Yeah, that's who. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, yeah. Come on. 
It's another guy. I forgot. I almost forgot about him. He had a really good rookie year. No, it's the their time. The big time is over. Learn how to shoot the three and just become a stretch five. That's a thing. <laughs> You sound like such a millennial. <laughs> well, I am. I'm. I'm still standing for the for the '80s and '90s post big. Oh, I loved. I loved that year. I loved what you know. I loved Shaq. Shaq's one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, Kevin Garnett, yeah. another one of my favorite players of all time. Um, but to say that the big man's still relevant in today's day and age, I think is a bit ludicrous. Uh, I, think, I think if you have someone that's special, it they can definitely impact the game. In, in a significant way, I mean, I, mean, I, just, I mean, I, I, night during the season, the Sixers without Embiid are not a good team. With him, they're one of the best five teams in the league. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it, is a big man important to your team? Yes. Can you live without a big man? Yes. Yes, it's you been, can live without a big man. You should be able to. I, I agree with that. Unless you're the Sixers and you have Ben Simmons who fucks up spacing yeah, for everybody yeah. around him. So we still have. You know, we thought the draft was starting at seven o'clock, as it was told to us, you know, throughout the last few weeks. But as we look at it, it says fifteen thirty. Yeah, <laughs> left on the NBA draft countdown. So we'll bring you some more, uh, some more topics right now. Uh, Bleacher Report he reported the other day, Chris Paul and James Harden relationship is yes. Done. What do you think about who do you think should go? And if they were to go, where do you think that person should go? Honestly, I think both of these guys are the problem. Um, I think they've both been problems their entire career. They're both phenomenal players. Um, I mean, CP's arguably the best point guard of our lifetime. Maybe not now because, you know, if you count Curry as a point guard. Um, but certainly for a time there, you know, eight, ten years ago, I mean, CP was as, as good as they got in the game. Um and obviously Harden now the last couple of years, how his game has ascended even to another level, winning the MVP, having the year this year where he averaged, what was it, 35, 36 points. It's ridiculous. But these guys have always been me guys, you know? I, I read the Bleacher Report article. Now, one Rocket Stafford quoted it perfectly. It's the culture of me, not we. Um, I mean, CP, you know, no matter where he's gone, every single stop, he's run himself out of town. He's wore on his teammates. He did it in New Orleans. He demanded a trade out of there. It seems like everybody demands a trade out of New Orleans. Hopefully Zion's not the next one in seven years we're talking about. Now. I hope he is. Because this seems like it's it seems like it's a it's a seven or eight year occurrence every time. I hope he's forced. I mean, you, you hope you guys he you you wanted to ask his way out to go to, to go to the Knicks. I hope he walks off that stage today after the Pelicans call on his name and says, Oh, oh. going, pulls an Eli Manning. I'm not going. Oh my god, Jesus. <laughs> All right, that's neither here nor there. We'll let you go on that, you know, when they actually start making the picks. Um, but the Rockets, yeah, I mean, and and then with the Clippers, too. I mean, they had their run there for a few years. They made, you know, not even really deep playoff runs. It seemed like they always flamed out in the second round. Second so, round. You know, catastrophic fashion. They would blow it. I remember one year they blew it against uh, – they blew it against OKC when CP had, like, two horrific turnovers in the last minute of a game. There was another year too, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it, it, like all his teammates there. Even I mean, DeAndre Jordan almost left the team because he thought CP hurt his feelings too much. Blake Griffin and him seem to have an icy relationship, um, and now you know you see it in Houston. I mean, their first year together last year, they had the best record in the NBA. Things were great. You know, you could argue that they were a CP hamstring pull away beating the Warriors. I don't think they were going to beat them anyway. I think the Warriors still would have come back in that series, but. You know, it's definitely a what if, and they were certainly in position when he went down. Um, and this year, things just seem, I mean, CP was in and out of the lineup. He was hurt all year. Harden's, you know, usage rate and having to rely so much on him for the ISO ball was even magnified. Not like, I mean, they already did it a ton and they did it even more this year. Um, and I think that wears on guys. I mean, I don't think like if you're, you know, I mean, I don't know how these guys really feel, but. If you're, you know, PJ Tucker or Eric Gordon, or, I mean, like, do you just, you got to be tired just sitting there watching him all the time. Maybe it's just CP, maybe, you know, because he's just difficult to deal with and he wants to be the coach himself and Harden doesn't want to listen to him in the ass and Harden's, you know, pretty stubborn in his own way. He wants to play his certain style. Um, I don't know. I mean, these guys, like, it's two guys. CP looks like he's never going to learn because he's 34 years old and he's almost done anyway. 
Um, and Harden hasn't learned either. I mean, James Harden, as great as he is, like, how many times are we just going to watch the same movie over and over again in the playoffs? You know, and the excuses come in. Oh, you know, he's he, he wears down. He's tired because he's got to carry such a big load. It's like, all right, well, maybe he didn't. He doesn't have to carry such a big load if he passed the ball. Not even just pass the ball, but like let somebody else, you know, get their share a little bit. Um, and, you know, actually move with him. Have the ball. He just stands there in the corner. And it's like, all right, I'm just going to stand here and wait till the ball comes to me. And then I'll dance for 20 seconds and do my thing. Um, so like, I mean, you can get away with that in the regular season when you're, you know, you're just more talented than other teams, you know, you'll win your 50, 55 games and, you know, get a higher playing the best teams in the league. It's not going to work. Like, I mean, we've seen it time and time again, they've had some ugly, ugly flame outs in the playoffs with the exception of the year of last year when they actually almost beat the Warriors. Um, but this year was embarrassing again. I mean, losing to the Warriors when KD goes down and they totally, melted in that fourth quarter, um, you know, and we saw with Harden time and time again before CP got there. So, I mean, honestly, if I'm them, I find a way to make it work because, you know, with the Western Conference is wide open as it is next year, this is not the time to fall apart. You're going to have KD, whether he goes back to the Warriors or not, he's going to be out for all the next season. Clay is probably out for season, if not all of it. Either. I mean, he'll probably end up coming back towards the end and, you know, help out the Warriors with a playoff push, but – I mean, they're not going to be a high seed. So, you know, you got to think if you play your full season with your team, you're going to have a higher seed than them and you're going to have home court. So, I mean, with as wide open as it is, I mean, the Rockets were the second best team in the West the last year, hands down. I mean, I don't think this is the time to blow it up when, you know, your number your number one challenger, the team you, you haven't been able to get past, is in peril themselves with all their injuries. Um, I mean, I'm still if, if we're taking teams constructed today, obviously because the Lakers don't have a roster, I would still probably bet, you know, the Rockets against them. Easily. So, yeah, if they can figure it out, like, they're still as good as anybody, and they might get to the finals actually next year with a diminished Warriors team. So, figure um, I think you should, try, you know, try to find a way to run it back. But if these two guys' egos are, you know, too much to handle for each other, then you got to part with CP, you know, out of one of them because Harden's younger and he's better. So, but – Push up or shut up, man. Yeah, I think it's time for CP3 to leave uh, the Rockets. I, I've never, you know, recently I've thought that he is an overrated point guard. Uh, I think that's James, no, that's obviously James Harden's team. I would put James Harden as a top three player uh, in the NBA. I think easily. I think he's, I think he's debatable on number two. You know, ah, but see, regular. Isn't I would agree, not playoffs. Well, just overall, I'm, I could care less about regular season playoffs. Uh, All right. Because if you want to go there, if you want to go, you can say that Durant's not the greatest in the playoffs either. But, uh, you know. Uh, Durant I, won two finals MVP. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're surrounded by All-Stars, it's easy to win two finals MVPs. I guess. I mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but for me, if that's Harden's team. Uh, there's no reason that the the keys to the castle shouldn't be given to Harden. Uh, I think if you want to win, you have to build around guys. You have to treat Harden almost like you treat like a LeBron, right? Where yeah, you know that that's your guy. Build around mm. him, who he wants to try to get. You know, uh, you don't. But LeBron want... plays like a more you know. LeBron will actually play a team centric game. You know, Harden doesn't. But Harden, but Harden could if he had a guy he trusts. You know, who CP three is overrated. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Can we agree on that? I don't think uh, this is a tough one for me. I don't want to say he's overrated, but I think he's got issues like with his personality that wear on people, and he's had, he's definitely had playoff flameouts that haven't been pretty either. I mean, the two of them together have had their own individually and now together also. So I guess in that sense, I mean, I I still think he's great. And, I mean, maybe now you could say he's a little overrated because he's just old. But I don't know. If, I mean, I don't think his career as a whole is overrated. I, I – Really? You don't, you're, you don't like him that much? I don't. I think he's an awful teammate. I don't think he's that good at basketball. Uh, and I think – I think he's I think he's benefited from being on pretty good teams. Uh those New Orleans teams were pretty good back in the day. Oh, that was him, though. Like, the, you know. Okay. You know, you... The the Clippers, every year playoff team. Uh, he was the engine of that team, uh, too, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
like Blake Griffin was not, you know, Blake's much better now, but Blake was kind of carried. It was Lamb City back in the day. Uh, and, <laughs> and then you got this Rockets team that just, this is Harden's team. Build around him, and you're going to win. I mean, this is, like you said, the Warriors diminished, Lakers no team. Rockets could easily make a run next year to the finals. Uh, yeah. Easily. I mean, that's how their path is there. You know, uh, and I wouldn't surprise me if they did. But you have to – something needs to happen. You know, it's almost like back in the day with the Yankees, right? With uh, – Oh, love, love the Yankees comparison. So, back in the day when Robbie Cano was young, right, they had Bobby Abreu on the team. And some – who else did they have? I can't remember who else. And they shipped them away. They, mm-hmm. they, they didn't want Robbie Cano getting lazy or whatnot. Because of those two guys, because they were considered to be, you know, lackadaisical in their play, and the Yankees. Yeah, no, Bray, Bray was lackadaisical here for years. Too. Yeah, people always got on. And you know, and they sent them away, and he became a great player until he wanted money, and now he sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so oh, Melky Cabrera, that was the other guy. Uh, wow, but uh, so you're saying get you know get rid Bray of get like rid of Get rid of the yeah, baggage. Get rid of the cancer on your team to have your team evolve, you know? Because, like you said, the Rockets I, are right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're not very far off. And if you getting rid of Chris Paul and getting a point guard, like, uh, you know, even like a Jeff Teague type player, just a guy who can handle the ball, right? You don't even need somebody who can score. Just somebody who can handle the ball and play point guard proficiently, and you could go to the finals, you know? So that's just yeah. No, I get your point. Like it makes sense to. I mean, CP wasn't even the second best player on the team anymore this year. I mean, Eric Gordon was better oh, than Eric, him by the end. I mean, Eric Gordon flat out played better than I would even argue. Yeah, I guess he would be you know the second best player. I'm not going to say he's better on the hard end, even though he had games in the playoffs where yeah um, he did definitely did show he was could play better and hard at points. Uh. But, you know, there's definitely – I think it's time to move on from Chris Paul, especially if this report is true. Now, we don't know if the report is true or not. Uh, we all assume it is. But if it is true, it's time to get rid of him. Uh, Harden, I'm – yeah. I'm just not, like, sold on Harden, man. How? I mean, he is, he just doesn't – he just doesn't, like – how many times are we going to see this? Like, it seems like, like – you get to the playoffs, you get to these, you know, crunch time situations deep in the playoffs when it really, really matters. And, you know, we've seen guys like LeBron, like Kawhi, who we just saw. I'll argue KD. I mean, you don't, I mean, I don't know why you don't think KD's been great in the playoffs. I think he is. But those guys, you know, they elevate. They show why they're, you know, the best players in the world. Harden has never shown that. Even the, I mean, even the year that they, uh, that they lost to the Warriors, they almost beat them, you know. CP was the best player in that series. And then he pulled his hammy and they lost the last two games and Harden was nowhere to be found. So I think he's got to take more of an ownership, man. I mean, well, we've seen this too many times. Definitely. No, he definitely needs to take a little bit more of ownership, but like I said, he's your best player, you know? Yeah. You don't roll with Chris Paul. You roll with Harden. You know, if Harden wants Chris Paul gone, you get rid of Chris Paul. You know, <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. Gonna... They really can't play together anymore. It's unsalvageable. You get rid of Chris Paul. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just. I mean, if I'm them, like, if I'm Harden, like, put your ego to the side, man. I mean, I, I know Chris Paul's a little diminished now, but he can still play. He's still, you know, a former ultimate. Not nearly what he used to be, but he's still good. He can still help you. And you know, this the league is as wide open as ever next year. Run it back. And the fact that they're, I mean, they're talking about trading, you know. Trying to get space for for Jimmy Butler. I mean, that's not going to work. No, I don't think Jimmy. Like I said, Jimmy Butler. I think is going to stay with the Sixers. I don't think he's going. Yeah. Uh, Hope not. So the draft is hopefully get almost underway here. Yeah. I don't know why we needed player introductions at seven twenty (laughs) seven. But can we can we touch on the Celtics disaster real quick? Yeah, absolutely. It's making it's making me smile from year to year. Why? Because the Celtics are. Just hate the Celtics more than anything. Brad's the burning passions. The Brad, Celtics and Patriots are my two. You know, I I just can't do it. Brad Stevens will find a way for that team to be 
number three seed in, in the playoffs. Oh, being very stop. Final next. They are not, honestly Horford's a bigger loss than Kyrie. They lose Horford to screwed. Yeah, but the, the, I I don't trust anything as much as I would if I was a Celtics fan uh, about that process being rebuilt. You know. So you okay? So you think Horford still might go back? I think Horford could still go back. I don't think. Kyrie's not going back. No, right. Curry's gone. I mean, not Curry. Kyrie. I don't know. Did yeah. you say Curry? Why'd you say Curry? Did I say Curry? I meant to say Kyrie. I don't like Curry. That's why. <laughs> Kyrie. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie. Kyrie's gone. He's going to Brooklyn uh, easily. I think he's done deal. Brooklyn probably signed already, you know, just waiting for the ink to dry July 2nd. Uh, I, don't, I don't see a way that Al Horford – Straight up leaves. I don't just don't think he's that valuable, in money wise, uh, to get like a huge max deal. So to me, it wouldn't surprise me if he just stayed with the Celtics and just got a little bit more money. Uh, but other than that, I because I don't really see a team that really needs him. You know, he's older. Lakers. The Lakers don't need Horford and Anthony Davis. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Now we're really throwing it back. You you should hear the, all the people here that are clamoring for Horford to come to Philly. I got roommates that are saying it. For what? <laughs> I mean, mainly here it's just around because Horford's guarded and be better than anyone in the entire league for the last couple of years. And you come to people, the people figure like if we could, you know, he's out there, just get him here so he doesn't have to guard and beat anywhere anymore. You can come to the Knicks, uh, you know. Oh God, well, that's yeah. There's I'm fine with that happening. I'm fine with him playing with Mitchell Robertson and Robinson <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Noah Vonley. I'm fine with that. Are the Knicks gonna get anybody? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no. Is it? Is it gonna, your season of promise? You thought you were getting KD, Zion, and Kyrie, big three, bam, finals next year. Half. And I don't know if you're a month and a half ago we were talking about the uh, Knicks getting Zion, KD, Kemba, or Kyrie. Now it's right. RJ Barrett. Hopefully, I mean we're hoping. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, yeah. Unless, unless they fuck it up, get ahead of ourselves just quite yet. Uh you know, because it's very likely that this could be a, a huge mess, and um. Ending this podcast on the dot as soon as the name is selected. Uh, so, <laughs> I'll finish up. Then. Yeah, you don't have to finish yourself because I I won't stand for it. But yeah, they'll, they'll be in the same position they are this year. Uh, you know, <laughs> if anything, maybe it pays off to win a few more games because clearly it doesn't matter if you're going to get the pick or not. Well, yeah, especially with the different lottery odds now. You know, and then you, you better the Pelicans jump from where like. Eight to one or something like that. Some, nine to one. Something crazy like that. And then you and can go. The Lakers went from eleven to four, I think. Yeah. And then you can go get uh, go get yourself KD next year if you really want to, because I believe his contract is next year. Uh, yeah. What's he gonna do? I mean, I think he'd be dumb to opt into his one year left with the Warriors. Man, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, well, why not just get your max? Well, I think it's more of or who's gonna pay KD. Uh, that amount of money for to have him sit a year, you know. I still think they'll oh, totally do it, right? The, the Warriors are definitely going to watch a team that has the third pick tonight do it. I mean, yeah, but it's just to me, it doesn't make much sense as a as a franchise to do it, and it makes sense to me as a player to go risk it all on free agency when you have thirty one point five million waiting for you. Uh. You know, at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> if you just opt in, yeah. So, um, but I think he'll definitely test the waters. I feel like if well, I guess you have to opt out for that to happen, but I don't know. It's gonna be yeah. a thing. I mean, we're only two two weeks away, so we'll definitely... now the the Woge bonds are starting already, man. We've had a couple of them, a uh, couple of them today already. Yeah. The, uh, so if you have, trades, if you haven't been following Woj on Twitter, definitely follow him. Sets him great. Uh, and he also spoils picks. So if you don't want to see. I, I hate that. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, so, but if you haven't seen the Pelicans, the pick they got from the Lakers, the number four pick, 
they traded it to the Hawks for the eighth, the tenth, I think. I don't know. They traded it for three picks in this year's draft in the thirty fifth. Yeah, it was the, it was the eighth, the seventeenth, and thirty fifth. Okay. They kept the uh the, the Hawks were able to they were able to keep the tenth pick. Okay. So yeah. that. Uh and then the Minnesota Timberwolves made a trade. Uh they moved that moved down, I believe, right? Yeah, uh, no, they moved up. The oh. Suns moved down. And then T Wolves moved from eleven to six. And Suns went from six to eleven and they acquired uh my boy Dario. And then the Grizzlies yesterday made a deal with the Utah Jazz and picked up twenty third. All right. That's a good move. I know, and traded Mike Conley away, which pretty much solidifies that John Morant is gonna be a Memphis Grizzly. Um so to me, this pick should go no longer than like a minute, right? I mean yeah, there... no, it's... yeah. Just say it already, Adam. Is this that Barclays? Yeah, yeah. I was. I did. I tell you, I went. Uh, I went two years when the Sixers had the picks. I was the year. I was there the year they picked Embiid, um, and then the next year when they took Okafor. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool experience. It definitely drags a little bit. By the end of the first round, it's like, all right, kind of ready to get out of here now. But it was definitely cool being there. Yeah, it's definitely a fun. Uh, place to be, especially on a Thursday night. I mean, yeah, gonna do. Oh, I was there. Yeah, I was there when the Knicks fans uh booed Porzingis too. That was the Okafor draft. Yeah, they're probably still booing him. That was great. Yeah, <laughs> I was sitting in the all the way up in the nosebleeds for that. Yeah. Uh. So this pick should last longer. No, no longer than a minute. I would say. Hopefully, it's gonna last probably like seven minutes, but. <laughs> it shouldn't. I mean, everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. Watch them pull. Like, he oh, here you go. He doesn't want to play for the Pelicans. Look at him. He's just <laughs> he, look. <laughs> that blank stare. Somebody just said Pelicans, and he's like, uh, "Oh, he's got the he's got the LeBron. Uh, oh, he's making the face. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't look like that. Doesn't look encouraging. I gotta go play. I gotta go uh, play in got New it. Orleans without Anthony Davis. I mean. <laughs> He's got the all white on, channel, channeling his uh, inner LeBron from 2003. Uh, look at that. Look, look at this whole, <laughs> they call him the next. His whole family's like, oh man, I can't believe he's got to go play for the Pelicans. It's finally happening. <laughs> Nick's wife finish you. I am definitely here for some Lonzo Zion transition action, though. That, that's fun. If he, I really hope he walks off the field, uh, not off the field, off the stage. Uh, oh, God. Look at him. Look at him. God, you are so bitter. Oh, yes. He's, it's, you are so bitter. Look at these fools. Oh, I just sold 20K in season tickets for a guy who's going to leave after. <laughs> if, the, if, the, uh, if the Knicks were smart, they would start selling season tickets for a 20, what, 2023 season today. You know, and, what, when Zion, Zion comes to the Knicks? <laughs> Or when LeBron James Jr. comes, maybe? Oh, my God. Bronny? <laughs> highlights have been looking pretty good, man. Yeah, I mean. I'm totally here for another two decades of, of James family. Zaire, Wade. Oh, he stinks. He's not that good. Look look at him. Look at him. Oh, man. It's, it's all right, Mom. Is that his son? He doesn't have a kid, does he? No. Look, he just said, it's all right. Nah. It's all right, Mom. New Orleans has uh, pizza, but it's just not as good as New York. Zion over AD. Oh my God! Great side. Go Pel. That one. Go that one side. Bye bye Solomon oh Hill. Oh my God! You see that? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's great. Oh. That might be the best sign out Why there. Why has this pick lasted so long? The only time Solomon Hill will ever have a sign made about him. Oh my God! Oh, all those crying Saints fans look like they never left the streets. They're just all wearing red now. Uniforms. Oh, PI rule too. Uh, yeah. I forgot to mention real, real quickly while we're on New Orleans. It was uh, officially confirmed today. Bunch of crap. That's what it is. <laughs> I am glad that it's only a temporary rule, and if it fails miserably, it, it'll be out after this year. Which it's hopefully a it is. Cry baby rule. That's what it is. Yeah, it sucks. Although it is good that they uh they clearly stated that when the booth goes to review it in the last two minutes of the halves. 
that it has to be clear and obvious uh, for them to review it. It won't just be, you know, some little ticky tack garbage that they could probably call, but they're not going yeah. to. What is this? What is this fool doing down there? Is that the? Is that the NASCAR He's the college guy? football guy? He's a jack of all trades. As long as the... what's his Marty name again? I forgot. Oh, Marty is a Marty yeah. Smith. He's all awesome. I do like him yeah. as a reporter. He's really good. That's right. I think he does. I think he's a NASCAR too. Age, his, at age five, he wanted to be the number one player in the country. Too bad that was R.J. Barrett coming out of your senior year of high school. Yeah, I'm finding, uh-huh. I'm finding yeah. ways to like this R.J. Barrett pick. <laughs> You're stretching. I don't even want to give you my R.J. Barrett review because it's, uh, it's not rousing. R.J. Barrett, he's going to be a good player. Um, it's the not it's not a great consolation prize, but it's a good consolation. I mean, he was he's got a little he's got a little Andrew Wiggins, Jeff Green in him. I would take if he was Jeff Green. Are you kidding me? Jeff Green's had a good career. Jeff Green stinks. Oh yeah, and and Jeff Green's played for like twenty teams. Oh yeah, and JJ Reddick can still shoot the ball. I mean, come on, come he can. On. The Sixers need JJ. No one needs JJ. They need so- they need someone like JJ because when you have two guys in your offense that monopolize the paint, and then Embiid and Simmons, I mean, they get Simmons and Embiid get so many wide open dunks and you know free movement in the lane because of JJ. You know they run those little dribble handoffs which don't really work in the playoffs, but you know teams guys come flying out at JJ and you know Embiid and Simmons get wide open dunks. I'm waiting to see if this if uh, I'm really hoping Knicks wow. trades pick. That's what I want. Wow. Charles, I forgot Charles, about half these dunks that I threw down. Barkley. <laughs> Julius Randle. Some, some of these comparisons aren't the greatest. I mean, Julius Randle. Oh, Julius Randle. That That's what I want to talk about. He's going to back to the Lakers, I feel like. That's oh, a travel by Blake Griffin, by the way. It's possible. <laughs> yeah. What, there? Oh, two yeah, steps. two steps. There. Oh, there's him jamming on Embiid. <laughs> Oh my god! No, yeah, what was I guess? Oh yeah, that's the last time that uh, Zion and Charles Barkley's bodies will ever be compared. <laughs> Charles Barkley <laughs> must feel odd right now. Chuck, man, yeah, Chuck should be tweeting out right now. Is Chuck on Twitter? I don't, I don't no, think he's on Twitter. He's too busy. With, uh... No, he is. Yeah. Oh, here we go. About damn time. Oh God! Oh, we got him. God damn it! It happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. I got a smile now. Lock it in, baby. I went from it's official. I went from a billion dollar prior to two hundred mil. God damn it! <laughs> I smiling. Really? Oh, I, have, I haven't seen a smile yet. Where have you seen a smile? It's like a half smile. This that was just a that was a oh man. Even that handshake was like oh man. Like come on, showing off the chest a little bit. He's going to be a stud. R.J. Barrett, not congratulating him. R.J.'s like, yeah, I'm going to the next boy. R.J. gave him the side eye. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> look at him. He does not want – look, he's not happy. <laughs> he's got a glowing smile. What are you this talking a, about? He put, that, he put that hat on with glee. Adam Silver saying, I'm sorry. I tried. I didn't get to rig it this year for the next. He's cheesing. <laughs> I always forget how tall Silver is. It's like 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> first player born in 2000s to be selected in NBA draft. I guess that makes sense. Oh, wow. That makes me feel old. Oh, Jesus. Makes you feel old. Makes me feel old. <laughs> he was born in 2000, I guess. Yeah, I guess he's 19. I guess, I, I guess so. Yeah. Jeez, he's the same age. Oh, my little cousin is 19. I just still view him like he's like eight. <laughs> <laughs> Zion's his age? Oh, God. Zion is his age. What's that? hat looks kind of weird. What's it say on the side of that hat? I think it says, like, the championships. And it says where they're from. Oh. oh I see. And then it's official. The Lonzo Zion show. Let it, let it begin. Oh, man. I really don't want it. They got a nice squad down there. They're not going to, I mean, I don't know how good they're going to be right away, but Lonzo, Ingram, and uh, Zion, that's a good, uh, 
Good building block. Oh, man, he's crying. Look at how happy he is. Yeah, he's crying because he's got to go to New Orleans. Solomon <laughs> <laughs> Hill's gone, man. It's making him so happy. Why? Why would – I would be crying too. He's weeping. I can have an apartment. <laughs> he's completely weeping. I can have an apartment three three streets over instead I got to go to New Orleans and lose every year. Oh, God. R.J. Barrett's about to make the playoffs. New Orleans is a great city, man. He's going to have a blast out there. Hopefully not too much fun. <laughs> nah, he's responsible. Otherwise, otherwise, they'll be calling him, you know, irresponsible and casting us out of New Orleans. Be like the Matt Harvey of the college. Of, oh, uh, no. Oh, God. Uh, the NBA. Right. <laughs> Uh, Out until 4 a.m. slamming horse. Love myself some Matt Hart. My, excuse the audience. I don't know if we have any female listeners. I apologize for that in advance. <laughs> <laughs> we might have just lost some listeners. I'm sorry. I didn't... Nice one more. I was just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, look. Oh man, look at those tears! He can't even wipe them off his face. They're they're, they're shining in the I light. I was really hoping that uh, what, what, oh, New Orleans what's the announcer's nuts. name? The the lady doing the uh, talking to Zion right now. I forgot her name. Oh, Maria yes. Taylor. I was really hoping she dropped yeah. a. Did you really want to play for the Knicks? <laughs> oh, pick is in for the Grizz. Pick is in. Oh. He would have brushed that one off. You asked him a uh, lottery night. He might have yes. I think he still wants to play for the Knicks. I think he's over it now. What's so great about the Knicks, really? Come New on York. We got James Dolan and uh, the, the remnants of Phil Jackson. JD in the straight shot. Kevin Knox, who looked like he didn't know, didn't have a clue how to play. You know about JD in the straight shots, right? Uh, who, James what's this? Dolan's band. Oh, yeah, 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 I didn't know that, yeah. <laughs> you got to listen to Mike Francesa analyze your every single step for oh, the next eight years. I don't think anybody wants I that. I can't listen to Francesa. I was listening to that, <laughs> and he was brutal. He was talking to Aaron Boone, and he was brutal. What was, oh, no. <laughs> what did he say? Did he have Boone on for an interview? He, he has him on every week. Oh, yeah. really? Oh. He has a... Uh... What's the... Uh... What's his take on the uh, on the Knicks pick? Who does he think? I I haven't seen. I only got to listen for like twenty minutes, but I can only imagine that he thinks that like thinks that like uh, Jarrett Culver should be picked three over all these guys. <laughs> and not. Oh, here we go. Adams back. Please say John Morant. Thank the Lord. There we go. Oh. Do we really got to do the fourth pick since the Pelicans don't have it anymore? <laughs> well, yeah, it's not. Atlanta's at it now. I think they're locking in on DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, let's just let's get your next pick and let's get your reaction. Oh, man. I love these Russell Westbrook comparisons. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Russell Westbrook is the next Russell Westbrook." Like, why would you strive to be the next Russell Russell Westbrook? I mean, he's the most athletic player in the NBA. So, also a forty shot a night brick who hasn't won a playoff series since. That is true. <laughs> and I liked Westbrook. I still like him, but he's definitely gone down for me a little bit when I see continually year after year. He's another one, man. Culture of me, same thing. Washes out in the playoffs every year. I'm like Harden; he can't even win a series. Uh, this I'm nervous. The hair is starting to stand up on my arms. I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, they're on the clock, baby. Not yet. It has, it hasn't officially time. gone to five. Yeah, uh, yeah, it hasn't officially gone up there yet. I think John Morant's gonna be really good. By the way, uh, we haven't really discussed him at all. Well, I think that's we don't discuss like the obvious on this podcast. We just yeah. But a lot of some people still don't like him. I think he's. I think he's. Odd. I think him and Jaron Jackson. Together. I think honestly, they traded for a younger Mike Conley. That's. I think he's more explosive. Well, than Mike yeah, Conley, but though. at the same time, uh, I think he's, you know, a pretty much a younger Mike. I mean, Mike Conley was dominant coming out of college for Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, I saw something the other day. <laughs> Knicks team needs everything. <laughs> 
<laughs> there it is. Yep. Everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw. Uh, oh, it's hilarious. I saw a oh, tweet the other day. It said it was a picture of Greg Oden and Mike Conley. And it said, if you had to guess at this time who in this picture would have just gotten traded however many years in the league and who would have been a flame out, what would you have guessed? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Who was it? Greg Oden and Mike Conley. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, my God. Look at that star. Poor poor, poor Oden. Dennis Smith Jr., there it goes. Career. There goes that ticker. Um, here it goes. Team needs everything again. It's clicking down. If this pick isn't RJ Barrett. I am. I swear, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets traded. I wouldn't be surprised if it says the Knicks have traded no. the pick to the Hawks for really. the number four pick. <laughs> I like those Grizzlies hats. I'll say that they are nice. You might get one. Is that a pin? He's got on there. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Ooh, is that his dad? Yeah, I think so. Looking sharp. Got to be. He is looking sharp. It might be his brother. They say it was his dad. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoever, whoever it is, looking sharp. He came yeah. came dressed to impress on draft. Oh, he like dissed his dad too. I guess it wasn't a diss. Did you hear what he said, Morant, on how to handle like criticism from you know the NBA media? What did he say? He said he was like, "Well, my dad never thought I would make it, so if I can handle that, then I can handle anything." <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie uh, Morant, that's a great name. Sounds like a schoolyard ball player. Uh, this this is this is making me two nervous. minutes approaching two minutes. I swear, if this goes all the way down it's to the wire. They're locked on RJ. The NBA, the NBA should be a best available player draft. I'm sorry, that's what it (laughs) probably should be. But you, you know, you get those problems too. Like, what was it? The draft two years ago when everyone was like, uh, "Full picks in." Oh, quick, quick. Oh man. Uh, Well, if if it's in quick, you got to know who it is. Yeah, the the dude from like. Where you at, Adam? The dude uh, from Germany. Oh, man. Oh, Spike in the building. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Spike. Oh, no. Spike so crazy. <laughs> Spike. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, Poor Spike's going to die. They don't call the players playoffs. before they get picked. What? They don't call uh, the he, players he, before. Oh, I don't know. I guess not. Surprised they don't. It's not the NFL. Yeah. That gives it away. Look at those fools. Three young Nick three young Nick fans not even don't even know what they're in store for. RJ all day, yeah. Oh, things are bright. RJ, RJ, yeah. And with James Dolan is around. The Knicks pick. Who are they picking? There we go. Yes. Ah thank God. <laughs> They didn't fuck up. They didn't mess it they up. They did not fuck it up. Let's go. <laughs> I really wanted to fuck it up, Thank damn. God. Well, let's get your let's get your quick uh RJ Barrett preview. How's he gonna fit in? Talented player. Uh obviously he is because he was the number one recruit coming out of high school. Um Godfather is, is Steve Nash. I don't know if anybody really knows. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Wow, it's probably uh, exactly like him. But to have him as a Nick, I think is valuable. No, grand, you want Zion, but I think RJ Barrett's just as good as of a pick at this at this point, right? You know, you never know what anybody's going to really work out to be. But RJ yep. Barrett can score the ball. Uh, he's going to have a talented team, of young players with him, and Alonzo Trier and Kevin Knox. Uh, Mitchell Robinson even has you know was pretty talented. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, the, t- the year is going to be rough, but having him, he's going to be a prolific scorer. I, you know, I honestly think that he can shoot the ball. You know, they just said he's an excellent rebounder for his size. And he is, I mean, he does rebound. He is, yeah. well. He's an overall really good player. He's just no Zion. He's got a lot of, he's got a lot of talent. You know, this time, 
this time last year, you're probably talking about RJ Barrett being a number one player in this draft. Uh, oh yeah, no, it was. But so if you think about it like that, you know, it's not that bad. But I think that he's going to do well. Definitely, in my opinion, will be in Rookie of the Year consideration. Chauncey Billups player comparison on what? <laughs> Wait, wait, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Baron of the Jalen Rose. Oh, Jalen Rose, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Rose. Oh, it's just, my it's God. Chauncey's That's... comparison. That's not a bad – well, man, they're a little different. Honestly, yeah. I, I'm out on player comps. I hate them. They still have the Lakers as the number four pick here. Yeah, that's how it works. I guess because the trade's, not, the trade's not totally complete yet, even though it's yeah, moved cool. on two other teams since then. Lakers, Pelicans, yeah. Hawks. So the Lakers yeah. are picking for the Pel- for the Hawks here. Yes. Right. Yeah, okay. So, there we go. Well, what a fun, you know, Knicks don't screw it up. Oh, and happy, happy for you. They did something right for a change. Oh, thank God, because I couldn't <laughs> take it. I drafted another year <laughs> player. So, well, till uh, – actually, I don't know if we'll be on next week. We might have to be on after that to discuss all the uh, – the Ah, true, stage. yes. Might be a little bit of hiatus to all our fans out there. I hope you enjoy the rest of the draft. Uh, check out Joker Mag. Uh, check out Tyler O'Shea's podcast, Hustle Motivate. Had uh, what's his name on today? Jim Morris. Oh, Morris, yeah, that's. that's uh, I gotta listen to that. You know, based off of you know his life was based off of the movie. The or the movie, the rookie was based off of his life, not the other way around. <laughs> uh, his life was based off a movie. Yeah. yeah. So very good, very good interview. Very inspiring. So make sure to check that out. Uh, always follow us at Joker Mag, and make sure you have a good weekend. Start getting those RJ Barrett jerseys because oh, he's going to be the rookie of the year. Let's go next. Enjoy the rest of the draft and uh, free agency, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Sneaky Place podcast presented by JokerMag.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please smash that subscribe button and follow us on Twitter at Play Sneaky.